Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast. This is episode 16. I'm Hayden. This is Mitch. Mitch, how's it going? It's going good, man. Another uh, little catch-up podcast here. It's been a little yeah. bit. So. Yeah, it has been a little bit. Yeah, we're, uh, what, what do we got? March 28, 2021. Sunday morning, getting it in. Um, yeah, so you uh, you came back from a little vacation. How was that? Was that good? Yeah, it was good. Just seeing some family and friends down south. So uh, that all went well. And nice. I just got back back yesterday. So nice. Yeah. How was? Uh, do you have a good week? Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. We had some. Uh, I'm sure your weather was was awesome, but yeah, we had some sick weather lately, like really, really awesome. You know, the kind of weather you're like, you dream about over the winter months and it's finally mm-hmm. happen, happening. So, you know, lots of people outside on trails, lots of people riding bikes, running and walking dogs and stuff. It's really cool to see like people are getting out into the world and doing things and, um, yeah, so I had some cool training sessions too. But real quick before I forget, let me uh, let me just tell everybody where they can find us, and because I always for, I always forget that little intro. But if you're listening, thanks for listening. Um, you can you can find the podcast links on our website, just hillpursuit.com. Um, on the website, you can also find our daily blog, access to the daily blog, where we just kind of talk about training, life, a little bit of everything in between. Um, and then you can check us out on some social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram at Hill Pursuit, send us an email at hillpursuit at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. We're getting some comments. So, um, you know, keep that stuff coming. And, um, before also, before I forget podcast is on Spotify, um, Podbean, and Google podcast. So check out all that stuff like, share, subscribe, all those things. And yeah, so uh, let's, let's get rolling. How, how was um, vacation? How was it with like getting in your workouts and stuff? It was good. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't stress about it. We were, we kind of bounced up back and forth to where we were going. We didn't get somewhere and just stay. It was kind of, we were uh, seeing some family and friends and driving a lot. So it was, Sneaking in when we can. I think the one day we were on the beach and we were seeing my grandmother. So my wife and I took like a walk on the beach and then turned into like a little bit of a run. So nice, nothing, nice. nothing super structured. And then the uh, the next day, I didn't train at all. Actually, we were down around the Florida area, Tampa, the second the second day. So I went. My I got a fishing license and one of my. Uh, close friends that I grew up with ended up taking me fishing out in the bay like in the grass flats oh so, sweet yeah it was awesome so we did a little wade fishing in there so that was pretty cool we had like stingrays swimming at our feet we've seen some manatees so oh wow that was that was pretty cool that is cool and, and then we went up to what we ended up finishing up in the uh like up in the middle part of Florida and uh did some more fishing some freshwater fishing with my brother-in-law and I did a little training there. I think, what was it? Today, yesterday was Saturday. I think Friday I did 
like I said, nothing super structured. I just got some work in on Friday. Everyone went, they went away and my wife had to do some, some work stuff actually. So I just went outside. Like the weather was gorgeous. It was probably like nineties down there during. The oh day. man. Wow. So I did like a, I did a bunch of push-ups, like flutter kick burpee type thing, just uh, back to back, and then finished off with some with some sprint work. Well, strider, nothing. I didn't fully sprint. And then yesterday went for a little little five mile trot. <laughs> a little five mile trot. Before we talk about the five mile trot, mm-hmm. you like your programming is super specific. So how did like just for people listening who have like some really strict programs and, you know, hold themselves to, to doing certain things, certain days of the week or whatever. Like, did you plan to, did you write into your program that you would have like a, just an active week or do you, it just doesn't bother you that you, you know, you weren't in the, in the weight room lifting 400 pounds, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't have that plan. I didn't. I I I've, I've been there where I made sure I got up and did what I had to do workout wise on vacation. And you know, and like I think we've talked before. If you're training for something specific and you're kind of getting close to that event, yeah, maybe there's a time and place to do that. But these are people I haven't. I don't get to see often, you know. So I wanted to to soak that time up with them and and. Uh, and I, I fit in training where I could, you know, I walk the beach. I, I kind of, I like to enjoy the environment when I'm away and kind of get outside. And, um, and that's kind of what my goal was. So the run on the beach was awesome. Like, you know, I got to see, to see the, still see the ocean. And I, we hit my, uh, where I did like the burpees and stuff. It was outside, like over a lake and stuff. So, you know, it's just like kind of getting, kind of getting out and seeing some things and, and I, no, I don't, I didn't stress about not being in the gym. I had nothing planned. So I, I didn't let that bother me. And, and hey, we're back at it now and we'll pick up where we left off. So. Yeah. I think that's like, that's really important for people to hear is like, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to hold yourself to a super strict schedule, especially when something like that comes up where you're, you know, with friends or family that maybe you don't see all the time you're visiting, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody's up and ready to roll at 9am. So it's like, if you don't get your stuff in, well, too bad because you're out fishing later, you're doing this, you're doing that. Who cares? Not the end of the world, you know, and you don't have to do everything, you know, everything you normally do. So I, I like that a lot. When I'm on vacation, I usually try to like, if it's, if there's access, I'll try to like get in an easy lift maybe once or twice Mm -hmm. just like for fun nothing structured nothing structured and then aside from that I literally just run because it's the easiest thing to do you don't have to plan it you know all you need is really a half hour you know just to it's like a vacation workout right you don't you don't kill yourself you just kind of move to move because you know you're not doing that you know you're not in your normal routine so um yeah I like that I mean um let's talk about your run how was the run because you don't run all the time you do a ton of conditioning and you're like i know you can run i've seen you run before i've seen you rip a mile and a half i know it was like years ago but i've seen you rip a mile and a half in like eight 
30 or something yeah. crazy. So you can definitely run, but how was it for a little five mile trot? Good. So touching on that eight minute mile and a half, um, that was a little bit ago. And I definitely, so the five miles, I'm going to try to, oh, there's a few points that I want to hit here because I learned a lot just from that little five mile run. One, I ran with my brother-in-law. He trains to run. So he is like working up to like back to that. I think he wants to do like a marathon uh, in his like own, like, you know, not sign up for anything where he lives. It's, it's getting too hot where like they don't really have marathons throughout the summer. That's crazy. So, yeah, right. So he, um, he wants to work up to there and uh, get up to that marathon pace. So it's, I think Saturday are usually his long runs. So I think he knew I was coming into town and knows I'm like not a marathon runner. So he's like, hey, let's do five miles. So we went out. We were definitely, I think we did, we did like probably like a 940 pace. I remember, right. You know, we started out a little slower. We were talking, you know, it was like one of them workouts. Hey, well, he had the dog with, and we were just kind of chatting as we, as we ran and I felt pretty good. I, there was, and um, this goes, I don't know how much, I think I had more in me. If I was like, Hey, push this mile, push this five miles. Yeah. I think, Hey, I, I could have definitely had more. And, but I would, one, I was happy. It, it, I'm not where I used to be, you know, when I used to actually, maybe was when I was lighter you know, or when I actually did more endurance type work or um, aerobic work, but, you know, it kind of shows the opposite too, that <clears throat> I primarily train like in an anaerobic type way, sprints, prowler. Um, but that goes to show you, if you're consistent with that, you know, I didn't lose that, that there is a carryover into some sort of aerobic work. So that was kind of cool to see I where I want to be if I was like joining a race or like where it may be before I go on my hunt. Absolutely not. But the base is there. So that was pretty cool to kind of see. I was curious. That's why I was, Hey, you want to go on a five mile run? I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a cool little, cool little experiment for, for another term, lack of another yeah. term. So it was, it was pretty good. And I felt good. Like I don't, my legs aren't, I'm not sore. Like my feet aren't sore. Like sometimes like after a long run, you know, I, like my arches on my feet, I mean, five miles isn't really long for an endurance runner but like the arches of my feet will get sore, like my shins or hips and I, I have recovered. So that was, that I mean, was five miles isn't long for an endurance runner, but five miles is long for someone who doesn't run more than sprints, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think uh, that's awesome that you're right there. There is a carryover of what you're doing to, to something like that. And you still have it, you know, you still yeah. have it. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, you know, your body knows what it takes to go and run five miles because you've done it plenty of times, just not in, not recently. Um, so did you set the, the mileage before the run? Like you knew you were going to run five miles or did he say, Hey, let's just go for an easy jog for 45 minutes, you know, whatever. No, he, he had the, he had five miles. Okay. Started. And then he was like, Hey, let's try to stick to like a nine, nine forty ish pace. And, um, because I mean, he he could he could have outran me without a doubt. I had no doubt in my mind there. But he had the mileage planned out, and then we just kind of tried to keep that nine forty the whole time. Gotcha. Were you looking at any heart rate stuff, or how 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 did it feel for you? Like, did you feel like it was it was cake, 
or were you like, you know, three, four miles, you're like, okay, I'm definitely working a little bit more than I thought. Uh, I don't think I hit, I, I started thinking like, oh, I'm starting to work a little bit, probably till like four and a quarter. Uh, that's when I started feeling, okay, now, now I'm working a little bit. Yeah. I, I felt like I had to start tapping into some, some other areas, like the mind aspect. Yeah. So, and you know, I don't know about you, but it was, it was cool running with someone. Like I never, I never really ran with someone. So it like, it, it made it go super quick. Yeah. And, um, but then like, I was starting to get into like well, four and a half. And I'm like, I know if, I think I had more in me, but it was one of the things like, okay, if I knew I had to go more, it would be time to like lock and load. So like get in my own head and like shut up and just run. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I was kind of thinking. Yeah. Like, I had more in me, but now it was just becoming a mind game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, nice transition into the mind game. I have to tell you this story. So mm -hmm. um, in triathlon, have you ever heard of the Iron Cowboy? Negative, but sounds cool. Okay. It's this guy who he's known before, before the last month, um, he's been known for completing 50 Ironman distance full triathlons in 50 days in 50 states. Oh my so he technically isn't allowed to call, like use the name Ironman because, you know, the brand is really protective of their stuff. So he's doing full distance triathlons, like 140.6 okay. miles every day for 50 days in 50 states. That's what he's kind of known for. There was a really cool um, documentary on that journey. Um, I think it was on Netflix. It might be somewhere else now. I'm not sure, but okay. um, like behind the scenes of what it took for him to do that, like really, really cool stuff. Um, he's right now, what he's doing is he's on day. I think today's the 28th of March. He started this March 1st. He's on the 28th day of 100 full distance triathlons in 100 days. I'm looking this guy up. This yeah. Speak, just to kind of. Iron it. Cowboy. No yeah. kidding. His name's, I think it's James Lawrence. Is yeah, I, I got it here. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's on another level of what mental strength actually is. Like it's, it's just wild what he's doing. So I don't know if you're seeing pictures or anything, but his, yeah. his feet were like, shattered after like just a couple days so yeah. at this point it's like how do we prevent him from not from how do we prevent his body from just completely getting destroyed or breaking yeah. itself down so you know he's got all these specialists and um you know um scientists and physicians people like taping him up and checking his vitals and giving massages and chiropractic adjustments, like all this stuff throughout the day. And in his transitions from swim to bike and bike to run, like it's, he's got a massive team of people helping him, but like, dude, can you even imagine doing something that takes 16 to 17 hours for a hundred days in a row? No. I mean, I, I, I almost don't even have words like to, to <clears throat> like, I hope he does it. I hope he does it, but I know he's like all busted up right now and his feet are destroyed and he's actually been wearing, um, 
he's been wearing Crocs on the run portion um, because he he like he can't shuffle right now because his legs are so bad. So he's he's either running faster than a shuffle or he's like almost completely walking. <clears throat> so he's completing the distance, but he's not he, like his his run isn't comfortable enough yet. I think he's recovering if I'm remembering correctly over the last day or two, but um, his run isn't comfortable yet for him to like move a little move any faster than just a quick walk because his legs are not his legs, maybe his legs, but his feet are so messed up. I just like, I just can't believe it's that he's doing it. It's just huge amount of <laughs> props and respect to this guy for give, giving this a go. And I was texting another friend. I said, <clears throat> this guy's gonna, he's either going to do it or he's going to like break something. And that will be the reason he stops. Like he's not going to stop. Yeah. You know, he, he, I've been following him, following the story since he started this, which is pretty wild, but he's just not going to stop. His mental game is, is on another level entirely. And um, yeah, it's just, I'm excited to see how he does with this. And it's just, it puts it into perspective, right? Because, you know, you go out and have a hard workout and like you're feeling it the next couple of days, maybe right. That right. delayed onset muscle soreness he's doing a full distance triathlon every day for a hundred days. Like mm -hmm. he's, just, he's not just experiencing like a little soreness from a back squat. Like this guy is, he's obliterating his body every single day. And you know, the argument can be made that he's doing it at such a low intensity that he's able to keep doing it, but he's still, he's still doing yeah. it for 17 plus hours a day Right. Only like four to six hours of sleep, maybe. I mean, I don't I don't know how he's doing it. It's but, wild. So I look at it like this, too. It's like, OK, say you shovel two tons of dirt. OK, you could do it in two hours or you could do it in eight hours, but you still move two tons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that I just looked him up. That's that's insane. And um, one, it's like, OK, yeah, you mentioned like the mental aspect of it, which is crazy. Too, like he's obviously built his like the physiological aspect of his body but like the unique part is like I don't care how like physiologically how how much okay how many how, how can I put this the shape that he got himself in took work but now it's like his biggest problem is keeping himself healthy and not breaking like he has he can go like I'm sure like no matter what yeah. if he will go as long as his body allows him so that is that is wild yeah yeah, I think during his, they, he called it the 50-50-50. When he did that, um, he had a bunch of coaches or a couple coaches. Um, his main coach was like, said something like, we actually continued his training for the 50-50-50 during the first couple weeks of the 50-50-50. So mm -hmm. it's like they didn't start like they, they were still training his performance as he started it. So I imagine that's what, that's what maybe an attempt that they made with this hundred, like they're going to, there's going to be ebbs and flows of his performance within this hundred. There has to be, yeah. you know, they're, they're going to do, um, he'll have like, he'll probably focus on different paces or tempos for some of the, 
yeah, that's some of it mean. just just to like modify how he's doing it. I'm sure there will there will also be days where he just has to grind and just get it done. Mm-hmm. But ideally, you're going to plan for ebbs and flows of his performance probably throughout a large portion of the hundred. So I'm not going to speak to what it takes to coach someone like that because I have no clue. But um, I would imagine that they're continuing his quote training for this through it you know that's what i was gonna say you think that's what they're doing like hey today's gonna be hey we're gonna back it off we're gonna your time's gonna be longer but we want today we just want to have a lighter intensity just get yeah. the work in do you think yeah. that's something have they have you seen anything where they talk about that i'm just curious. no i i think so they did when that documentary of the 50 50 50 came out they did talk about it but they didn't they're not talking about how they're maybe training, how they're maybe looking at different different days or weeks um, with different focus. They're not talking about that in real time right yeah. now, but I imagine it's happening. And we'll probably see the behind the scenes if, if a documentary comes out. Um, oh, you got to keep me in the loop there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm following him. Um, he's, on, he's on Instagram. So the story, like he's uploading stuff every day like every hour even even more than that so there's days that like I'll, I'll miss following him for a day or two and i'll just sit there and like look at all of his videos because he keeps posting not him you know somebody on his team i think it's yeah. actually his daughter but they keep posting all these videos about what he's doing and giving updates and how his feet are healing and like it's just really really cool how we're able to kind of follow along in real time it's it's a lot of fun it's pretty sweet that's a really neat story. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But um, also, the other thing I wanted to tell you is, um, I don't know if I mentioned this last time on the on the cast or maybe in a blog, but um, so the, I have a couple uh, of my own like smaller goal or goals, different goals throughout the year. And the biggest one being the full Ironman I have in September and then the the secondary goal is the 70.3 that I have in June. Um, but there was a local race that um, just got approved maybe a month ago or something. And I had, or no, like two months ago, but I hadn't signed up for it because the Pittsburgh marathon was close enough to that race. I think, I think that's what it was. I don't remember why I didn't sign up for this race. I think it was because the Pittsburgh marathon was close enough in timing to the race that I didn't want to do two races that close. Right. But the Pittsburgh marathon got canceled and now there's a, there's an Olympic distance triathlon. That's only three weeks out from the 70.3. And, you know, it sounds crazy to say, but I've never even done an Olympic. (laughs) So I'm making some big jumps, but I think there's a lot of people in that boat coming off of 2020, right? Because my fitness was to the point where I I was in 70.3 fitness ready for my 70.3 last year, you know, having never done one and also never done an Olympic, but I got into 70.3 shape and I'm getting into full shape, even though I still haven't done a 70.3 and a step down from that, I still haven't done an Olympic. So I got some like, it sounds crazy to, to hear, but 
I'm going to be doing, you know, those three different distances all for the first time this season, even though, you know, I've, I've never done them at all. But um, anyways, I'm looking forward to that. I did end up registering for it. It's at the end of May. So that's not really a goal. Like I don't really care how I perform in it. I'm just doing mm -hmm. it for like race experience and get just like just playing around with my fuel on the bike and yeah. playing around with transitions. Um, and just, again, just getting another race under my belt to get comfortable, you know, but right. um, being three weeks out, I think it's, it's just a perfect distance to um, I'm not tapering for it or anything. I'm just, gonna gonna that. yeah, I'm just training right through it. Mm -hmm. um, ironically, that's one of the bigger weekends that I'll, that I should have anyways. And that race is on a Sunday. So I'll probably have a, a big workout the day before because I'm not tapering. So I'm not going to be a hundred percent and that's fine. Again, it's just like a race experience kind of thing, but um, yeah, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be chilly. You know, it'll be chilly out in, in the lake, but um, I'm going to probably end up getting a wetsuit. I would imagine I don't technically have a wetsuit either. So um, you know, couple, couple little details need ironed out, but yeah, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting really excited with how, how my training is going. You know, I'm, I'm putting more into sleep also, which is, um, I mean, just this past week, it's like the second that my girls are down, I'm just going down, Good. you know, Good. I like, yeah. There, don't get me wrong. There's nights where I have to stay up and do some work, but those nights are, are fewer, you know, okay. this yeah. past week to two weeks. And, um, it's just like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. And the volume of my, like the volume of what I'm doing is, is going up and I'm feeling better than I have been nice. in the past couple weeks. So I'm really excited about that and how, you know, what that outlook is for some of these races and, and feeling good and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's exciting, but is that ankle all healed up? You know, it's not a hundred percent. It's really strange. I, I feel it getting better. Right. Um, and I'm trying to not get too ahead of myself anymore, but it's not a hundred percent, but it is definitely getting better. And I feel it on, every single run getting better and not being as annoying. I'm kind of wondering if it was just like a stress fracture and mm -hmm. something that, you know, just needs to, you need to give it time in a perfect world. I probably would have given it, you know, more time, but again, it wasn't something that kept me from, <laughs> kept me from moving. So yeah. I just, you know, I just kept, kept training through it and, you know, I, I think I ended up modifying two days of my programming and that was it. And then just kind of being mindful of it. And it's been really helpful. So, um, no, it's not a hundred percent, but it's getting very close and it doesn't bother me at all. I just, it's just like, it's just like there. Um, yeah. So, um, what else did I have for you? I had something else I thought, what else do you got? Anything? No, it's just, I've been, I'm coming, I'm coming up on my last three weeks of this program and I kind of been thinking, where am I going to go from here? So maybe we'll chat about that behind the scenes and then. Yeah. Yeah. Lay it out on sure. the podcast Cause you know, it's, I'm, I'm going to be in between, get it ready for the, 
probably gonna be my last longer program before I know the elk hunt's a long time, but a 16 week program is four months. Yeah. You know, if I do another one of those, that'll lead me right into what is it, month, April, May, June, July. So this is probably gonna be it before I, yeah. I ramp it up towards then. So kind of thinking where I wanna go. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the other thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, so I'm not like addicted to my Garmin watch. Mm -hmm. And I've been hearing some things about, um, you know, there's some athletes who live and die by the Garmin watch or by their pacing or their power okay. output. And I definitely do not, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts on, you know, let's say, let's say an athlete trains at a certain heart rate intensity on, mm -hmm. on the run. Okay. And they, they know that in training they can maintain, you know, 145 to 165 or whatever right. for a super long time. And then on race day, they're feeling really good, but they see their heart rates 166. So they pull back their pace. What if, what if their pace, what if that was a good day for them and they, you know, and they didn't have to stay at that, that heart rate, you know what I mean? Like, do you ever yeah, think, yeah. I'm how do you, how do you think about that? Like the way I think about it is I'm kind of tempted to just not, not even wear that type of watch or wear a heart rate strap, you know, and just like go off feel for some of these smaller races. Yeah. And I think you could mess around with it in training too mm -hmm. prior and then see how, I think it's, and obviously the more you run or the more experienced you are, I think the more in tune you get with yourself yeah. too. So, but on a race day, especially these smaller races, I think it'd be cool for you kind of put the watch away and see, see what it's like. Just, uh, just modern monitoring yourself i think that's yeah. pretty cool you know and i don't think there's anything wrong i mean it's race day you know it's competition day you know if, if you're feeling good go get it yeah yeah you know, I, no, I mean you stay within yourself like like any other competition you don't go out you know i'm not gonna go out and sprint the first eight miles of a marathon and then right. just hope i can hold on for another 18 you know but um so it's not like you just throw it all to the wind but um, yeah, I've just been thinking about that, like hearing some people talk about it and listen, uh, listening and reading some things. It just seems like, you know, restricting yourself to monitoring your pace or your power output, because that's what you've done in training could almost hold you back a little bit. And I, you know, it, it's probably like really valuable for a lot of athletes, but it's, it probably also can hold people back. <laughs> you know, I imagine yeah. that it could. Yeah, I'm, I have not. I don't have the experience in the endurance world by any means, but I'm just thinking. You know, I'm just taking it like back to sport. You know, in practice, you. I'm thinking this is personal on on a personal note. Like, hey, practice. Eh, you know, it could be a mediocre a mediocre week of practice where maybe you weren't performing well, and then, you know, the match comes around or game time comes around, and you you're on. You know, and you know, you're, you're dialed in. And I think that could be the same thing in endurance too. Kind of like, I don't know, that flow state maybe where you're just kind of, you're feeling it and mm -hmm. you can push it, you know, everything, the stars align. So, yeah. 
anyway, that's something I've been thinking about. And especially because this race is now only, I mean, it's less than two months away. Just that the shorter one, the shorter yeah, one. Give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, it's only, it's only like a, it's probably about a three hour race, you know, and I don't, I'm not one to look at a race distance I've never completed and say, okay, I'm going to complete it in this amount of time. That's definitely not my mindset going into, a, you know, a new race I've never done, but right. I would imagine it would be somewhere in the ballpark of three hours. And frankly, I don't care if it's two forty-five or three fifteen, but I know it'll be in that area. And because I know what the t- that timing will be, I'm just tempted to just not even wear a watch, you know, or just put a Timex on just so I can literally see like my overall time, you know, yeah, a, like the old about, school Timex. Yeah. Could you throw like, uh, could you throw your, I mean, this would take some discipline. Could you throw the Garmin on, like turn it on, see, hey, would it monitor? I don't know. Like when you're done, would it give you your average mileage pace like hey i didn't look at it all race but what i'm done would it give you yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely i could i mean i could trip it and say go and then just not look at it absolutely yeah and so i actually do that with short runs all the time because Mm -hmm. um a garmin you can set it up to like vibrate every mile okay to notify you that you finished a mile and so if i have like a 25 minute run Mm-hmm. like yesterday I had a short run and that's actually what I did. I, um, I didn't look at my watch until I felt the second vibrate, right. This, the second okay. mile completed. And then I looked down and I was like, Oh wow, I'm actually moving a little faster than I thought I was, I was running at like a nine twenty or something. And like most of my runs, I keep super, super light, like zone two, like really easy paced. So kind of like you said i'm usually around like 945 ish for my slow and easy runs just because um that's where that's where i'm that's where my runs are in terms of intensity right now and um you know i could go rip a two mile two and a half a 25 minute run and probably get over three miles in 25 minutes i mean easily i could you know a 5k, I can definitely run, you know, 21, 22 minutes if I really wanted to. But, um, for my easy stuff, I just don't even look sometimes. And I'll just wait until I feel, you know, the vibrate of whatever. Um, mm-hmm. so if it's 40 minutes, I'll wait until I feel the fourth, fourth vibrate. So I know that's four miles because I'm going to be around nine 40 ish for easy stuff. And it's weird because, this is the last thing I want to, I just want to touch on and I'll just kind of share it. We, we, you know, you can give me your feedback too, but I feel this way with lifting all the time. And I definitely feel this way with running and cycling. I don't feel this way about swimming, but the time of day is like hugely affecting sometimes how I, um, how I feel on runs and I think sometimes it does with lifting too. For the most part, when I lift, I usually get like in the zone enough that my lifts are pretty, pretty consistent if I'm training at 6 a.m. or 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. But with running, it is way different. Like there's the other day I had to get my run in at like 5.15 or something insane mm-hmm. and in the morning. And I I do the same kind of thing. I stay nice and easy. I stay within myself and I look down and my pace is like 10 
And I'm like, dang, like that's slow. But at the same time, I'm not too stubborn to, to tell myself, all right, I need to go faster because mm-hmm. the, the whole idea of the zones is to stay in, in the heart rate range. Right. So that's what it is in the morning. Sometimes I'm, I'm closer to nine fifties and tens or whatever. And then in the afternoons, randomly, I'll look down at my watch and I'll be like running at like an eight forty-five. <laughs> but I'm, That's but funny. I'm, but like I still feel like it's easy. Yeah, you know. So um, I think that's another. Uh, that's probably a good topic for for a different day, I guess. But the intensity definitely changes throughout the day. It depends on what you're doing throughout the day too. But man, sometimes rolling out of bed, it takes it takes a while to get that pace there. So, um, but like I said, what's weird is I never feel that way with swimming. Right. I always feel like, you know, after a 200 or 400 meters, I'm, I'm warm and I'm just, no, it's normal. Like it's yeah. always consistent, which is strange. So I guess that being said, it's a good thing that that's the first part of a triathlon <laughs> is that yeah, the swims always. first. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you feel about that and lifting at different times a day? Man, it's been a while since I've had like a consistent schedule. Yeah. I'm a bad example because my like every two weeks I'm 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 swapping. Well, know? that's probably a good thing then because you're consistently, you know, you're still putting out the same numbers hopefully at different times of the day, right? Yeah. They, okay. So this is unique. So I've noticed if my if I have not gotten a lot of sleep. And this is something I've noticed if I have not been, if my sleep schedule is different or um, I'm like sleeping during the day and working at night, I feel like uh, sometimes my strength isn't as affected, but my conditioning is the most, you know, I feel like sometimes I can get under some heavy weight and move it. But when it, so, but then say I have like prowler pushes at the end of my session and Mom, like just doing a lot of anaerobic work, I feel like crap. And I'm just, I, you know, one sled push, and I just feel like I cannot get my wind. So that's probably where I feel it the most. Not so much in the time of day that I'm working out, but it's more what I'm doing, which I've noticed. Got you. So, which is kind of unique. And like, don't get me wrong, if I'm not sleeping sometimes, and relative strength, I feel, gets affected as well. Mm-hmm. So there might be a day where I'm, I have to do pull-ups or I'll never forget one day I was trying to do dips and I, ha- I didn't really sleep. I woke up, I slept during the day a little bit and man, like usually I can rip dips. And this day I, I felt like I couldn't even move my body weight on the dip bar. And it was just like, just dragging. And so I feel like when like my sleep is messed up, I feel like my relative strength gets screwed up and mm-hmm. my, my conditioning. I'm not saying that's just, that's the way it is. That's just what I feel. Yeah. Yeah. The most. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a a tough one to, you know, I'm sure a lot of people struggle with time of day because, you know, if you work nine to five or eight to five or whatever, then you're probably working out the same time of day every single day. Right. So if you don't, if you, if you don't have it at 6am, you're just never going to have it, <laughs> you know, which, yeah. which would be a big bummer for that person. But, um, you know, you kind of have to find your, find your comfort zone in terms of time of day and how much energy you have. And, um, yeah, you're in a unique situation too, with different amounts of sleep and, 
you know, different. And I'm not shifts. the only one. I'm not the only one out there like that. There's right. there's numerous people out there like that. But yeah, yeah. for me, that's what I've noticed. Yeah, it's affected the most too. Yeah, so. yeah. That's a cool topic. We should definitely hit on that sometime. But for today, we'll wrap it up. So thank you guys for um, listening. Um, again, if you guys want to reach out to us, send us an email, leave some comments please do that. The email is hillpursuit at gmail.com. And um, we're also on Facebook and Instagram at hillpursuit. And then of course the podcast streams on Spotify, uh, Podbean and Google podcasts. And then on our website, hillpursuit.com, you can check out all the previous podcast episodes 16 now, which is cool. And also the daily blog where we just kind of chat about our training life and everything in between. So um, that's what we got today. You good, Mitch? Anything else? Yeah, closing on Easter. So everyone have a good Sunday and enjoy. Yeah. Cool.